Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's edition of I Know Damn Well. This is a podcast where we give commentary on some of your favorite reality TV shows mixed with a little bit of pop culture. I'm your host, Devin Dips, and I am joined by my two co-hosts. Ladies, introduce yourselves. Diana And April, a.k.a., if we still say a.k.a., Lerpa B. Look at him. I still ain't came up with my, my, my name yet. I like Lerpa. I need y'all to get with it. Get with it. I'm working on it. So pretty soon <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my podcast name for y'all, you know. All right, so today we're gonna be discussing the Bell Collective, Love and Marriage Huntsville, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and we'll end it with a little bit of basketball wise. But before we get started, we're going to do the first segment, and that is going to be um, your I Know Damn Well of the Week. So, April, we'll start with you. I know got damn well that somebody in their royal family was not discussing the skin color of baby Archie. I know damn well. You know damn well, but I believe it was happening. Yes, they do. They damn sure do, I need to know who. I know that's I, right. I need to know who. Diana. This is my I know damn well. I know damn well Stacey Dash ain't trying to come back into the to the African American community. <laughs> I know damn well. She she wanna take it back to the barbecue. No. Uh, 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 and I and I know damn well we ain't giving her one either. <laughs> oh no, no, no. There are no more invitations being extended to the cookout at this time. <laughs> we're full we're full thank exactly you. it's a no for me and my <laughs> and my i know damn well comes from love and marriage huntsville i know damn well martel didn't get his lame ass down to the internet and use and use his children to talk bad about their own mama and uncle that is just some bitch made shit how you gonna yeah. use your own kids to speak bad about their mother and their uncle yeah kids? Just to get somebody to be on your side. That's real bitch made. Yeah. He, just, he's, he's being a bitch. Yeah, completely. That's but the only way I've known him to ever be, but you know. And I tried to get him the benefit of the doubt years into the season, but yeah, I'm I'm off that train now. As my sister said, he didn't tow his draws with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so we'll start with the Bell Collective. We were out last week, so we're going to try to get, you know, this week's and last week's episode kind of included in, in, in our segment about about the show. So we'll start. What were your overall thoughts about the show? Either one of you can start first for, for last week's episode and this week's episode. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, I still get confused on the, the names. But... um. <laughs> My girl with the shortcut, her friend. Marie. Her friend is a ride or die. Essie. Essie about that mess, too. Mm. Yeah. Well, I I heard from Word on the Street, and I'm just going to throw this out here because it's Word on the Street, that um, Marie and Essie are, you know, very close. So we we gonna and have I, to I do. I can go with that. We got, I can go with that. And I mean, Wait close, a minute, close, April, close. So we April, might have I, to do some digging. April, are you insinuating that they are a lesbian relationship? I'm gonna call it carpet munchers. That's what I'm gonna call it. That's and we're gonna go with say. allegedly. But <laughs> however, right, allegedly. She said something about being her rock or something. She said no. She said that you were my soulmate. Is yeah, yeah, with your soulmate. That is exactly what she said. <laughs> that, <laughs> and then she looked down me. and I said, "Well, damn." <laughs> Did we yeah. get a whole coming out of the closet <laughs> moment right here? <laughs> she said so, man. I kept looking at Essie Hand. Yeah, this might be uh, to be continued or to be determined. <laughs> okay, what else y'all thought? It, it was good. It was good. Um, I was somewhat confused um, between the argument with all right, someone was calling. I was confused with, um, and again, I have a hard time with their names, but I'm just going to call them by their uh, career. So the dentist and the argument with the DJ. 
Oh, Antoinette and and and, and um, Tamara Sheree. Yeah. So, um, you know, it started off as them trying to have an intervention for, um, is it? Is Latrice. It, yes. Not Latrice. Um, Letitia. Letitia. You know, a lot of love in there. Right. So, um, you know, and then it turned to them about colorism and. I understood what Antoinette was saying. Like, if it's just not your business and it's not your fight, it's okay to back away from it. But, you know, the other side of the argument was because she's in um, the industry, she has the right to, you know, like, she has the right to, like, get into other people's business. And I, I just didn't agree with that. And then I just, I just didn't understand how they tied it into colorism. Like, I, I, I didn't yeah, know with that. Yeah. Well, I think what she was trying to say, which is, was two different things. For one, because my job is women's empowerment. Tamara Sheree, my job as a radio personality is women's empowerment. And that's what our brand, and Letitia, that's what your brand is supposed to be. Then, yes, I want to insert myself into this issue and help get it figured out because if we're going to preach women empowerment and being black women in business, entrepreneurs, and you know, if we're going to, if that's the the, the road we're going to go down, then we need to be the, somebody needs to be in, in this group to try to fix fix the relationships or, or, or somebody who helps facilitate the healing when problems and issues come up. So I think that's where she was coming from. Now, how it got to the colorism thing, that was just some pent up, that was some old stuff. Cause if you remember, um, Tamara probably felt some kind of way based on the fact that when they were at Antoinette's house, that, cause remember Letitia wasn't there, neither was Marie, but they, okay. were, trying to talk, they were trying to talk bad about Marie why she wasn't around and, and, and shade Letitia a little bit too. And Tamara Sheree was like, hold on. And, and, and by they, I mean that white girl, what her name is. I, I know um, what you're talking about. Yeah. Antoinette's friend. Yeah. Kalon. Kalon. Kalon was trying to like sneak in some shit, some little shady shit using them, little, them, them, them trigger words that, that white people use sometimes to try to call black, to try to call black people angry black women aggressive, aggressive and stuff like yeah. that. So I think that that's some where some of her frustration was coming at, like, yeah, I ain't forgot about that shit that, that stunt that you pulled at your house when Ant when um when Kalon was there talking slick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think really more than anything, we just needed a moment for TV, a moment for the scene is is what I was thinking. Um and then also when um Antoinette pulled Latrice to the side and told her about how she was feeling about her business and about being afraid of failing and all that other stuff. I think that was something that was on her mind too. Cause you know, sometimes when you are frustrated or mad about something and you can't particularly a attack that issue, you lash out at other people exactly. or other things, right? And I and so I was I glad that she did kind of like pump the brakes and you know, because it, it, it just was confusing. Like, why are y'all arguing about that? But so that's what I kind of think it was about. Um, moving along to Cliff and um, this photo shoot with the Claremont twins. He just... <laughs> he just I like old Cliff. Cliff just want to be a part of something. <laughs> he do. He do. He is such the Peter Thomas of, of the Bell Collection. Oh, yes. Got to be in the mix. <laughs> I like Cliff, but you know... Um, I can understand what she's saying about being frustrated about when you set something up and you're spending your time and your money and you got people from different parts of something and it has to come together to work together, you know, in order for it to be right. I, I, I kind of understand how you get frustrated when certain elements of something is not coming together and one person can't do what they need to do until this person does what they need to do. So I, I get her frustration. I'm glad that it all worked out for her. Um, I think Latrice, to me, I like her moves the best as an entrepreneur on the show, right? I like that Antoinette is a black dentist and that she's stepping out and starting her own practice. But I also like how Latrice is serious about her business when it comes to this hair stuff and how she's like creating products yes. and hair in the retail stores. I respect how she hustled. Now, she probably ain't going to be able to work with them twins again after Cliff talking about they lips. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, a wrap for them to come back and do anything else. Yeah, they're not going to do anything else, but it's also a lot of other young influencers that she could get out there and she could work with as well, right? Yeah, it's a lot of other IG girls and influencers that she could she could she could work with that it don't have to be that. 
Letitia and um this husband of her as <laughs> and Ooh. this marital contract. I'm about sick of him. Yeah. I like you know, you know who you remind me of? Bootsy. <laughs> you know I love Bootsy to y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's so rough around the edges now. I, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I think he just he's real around the way. He get he gives me round the way vibes, but yeah. I think that he just again that he playing into it, you know, just like Cliff is. Let's try to help these ladies facilitate a little extra drama, you know what I'm saying, to be able to make the move the show along. Cause you can tell he got good sense, because when it all comes down to it, he do talk with good sense. Yeah, he talking that rah 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 about that business and all of that. But you see when they got in that room that and with that that um what it what it was a balancing coach or whatever it was that he got it and she got it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just a little little extra commentary, you know, just to to make us all laugh. And, and now I'm gonna tell you, he was smiling too hard when that girl came out singing out that closet. He was. He, he was looking. He halfway he wanted her to stay, y'all. He halfway uh-huh. wanted that girl to stay. He uh, did. You know it. You know he it. Did. He thought they were for to have a threesome. He was. Excited. Yeah. He was just like, okay. That's why Letitia, I'm, Letitia heard up and it, it and shoot her ass, shoot her ass right on out of house. <laughs> <laughs> I can see my sister doing that shit. I always got to go. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know if I, I would have. Yeah, I better play some Anita Baker and let him feel like she in the room because I ain't bringing no other chick up in that thing. I'm with you on that. You don't even want the nigga to get. I don't need the... you to get no bright ideas. You run into at the damn grocery store. And exactly. Uh uh-uh, hell no. You don't even need the nigga to get the wrong idea, huh? Yeah, so I'm good on her in that closet. Gotcha, gotcha. And then hit it. Look. You mean to tell me? Well, we know Cedric wasn't living at your house full time. But you mean to tell me that all Cedric had was two boxes worth of shit at your house that you piped up, that you were instant piped Exactly. That's all he had over there? Mm-mm. And then this nigga been going to Aruba for two whole weeks? Who was I he mean, Aruba with? He, 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 shit, the world ain't open up, so he there with somebody. Exactly. Yeah. You know how they used to, Sinbad used to do that Aruba shit? Yeah. He, he ain't at no damn, um, he do, he, he do, no he damn do. festival. Mm-hmm. He, he, he wound up booed up. Yeah, he's booed up. He's booed up. Definitely booed up. Oh, when they took the boxes, the two boxes, the two boxes, two to empty house, boxes, that house was abandoned. So I ain't even a hundred percent Cedric even residing there. Cedric live with somebody. Cedric can't reside now. Down the road. Cedric ain't living there. That's no. not. That might be his house that he fixing up. It's so that about to move in. It's <laughs> <laughs> been wanting to move in. Right. Damn show hell. I said if they don't sit down so well. Um Mm-mm. I think that's it for, for Bell Collective. Anything else y'all wanna add to it? No. I mean that little couple the couples. Oh Look yeah. <laughs> now I'ma tell you, she looked like she done went and got old boy straight. Off the corner. I don't know where he came from. He came off the corner. <laughs> with that too damn long shirt and yeah, the two I, big jeans. I was just like, where is she taking him? Yeah, and what was, the hell do he got on? She snatched him straight off the corner. Marie, where you get this runner date from? <laughs> Stop it. Hell, you could did better show up with Essie. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. That's why that's why I was expecting to see how you did better. I mean, damn, I mean, y'all would have had some old gossip to talk about or something if you brought Essie. <laughs> and, and, and he he's trying to feel his way through because he don't know what he can say and what he can't say. Exactly. She gave him a crash course in the car. Now I'm nervous. I'm sitting there for eating my damn food. Don't even know if I can have speak to anybody mm. to mm. say what not to say. Man, you have to pay me more than fifty dollars for this. I need a hundred and fifty. Yeah. So yeah. that definitely was a rent a day. But that was pretty much all I had on now. All right. So moving along to the love and the marriage Huntsville. Mm. April. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start with you this time. Oh, 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 oh. Let me just tell y'all, I am sick of Tisha. I think we're all in agreement. And I am sick of her acting like she don't know her mom 
is saying this stuff on social media. So now, remember the last podcast, we kind of was like, okay, we were worried about Mel not saying something, you know, because that's not like her. But Mm -hmm. really, Tisha? Really, Tisha? Like, girl, I get that you come from the background, and we all were raised that, okay, you respect your parents. You respect your elders, but come on, Tisha. She gonna be end up being divorced. She's literally letting her mom control her friendships as well as her marriage. Exactly. You yeah. better pump the brakes. Then she gonna come on Instagram trying to say, "Well, y'all don't see it like how I see it." Just still making excuses. She, oh, so she went on the ground. You know, yeah, she did a lot. See, I don't follow her on Instagram, and but she's still on there trying to defend that. She shit. was trying I mean, to she's defend. She's a victim it. in everything. I I yeah. always talk to my mom. Y'all see that on camera, but for whatever reasons, y'all don't see it. Y'all don't. I was like, you know what? You are pathetic. Why did you even do this live? Like, I. I <laughs> Well, I'm telling like this. I'm gonna advise you this way: if you straighten your mama and get your mama together, then you better start recording the conversations and you better start doing what everybody exactly. else is doing now, playing what they did not play. Because they, if you're trying to say that they're editing you to make you look a certain way, well, then you need to get smart and start recording your stuff, and you need to start like being able to put out your own commentary. And she's about- like, but Mel says stuff all the time. Mel does. I'm like, yeah, Tisha. She is. I'm Tisha. Girl, <laughs> you know, okay. like I, I could spend our 15 minutes just talking about her ass, but I'm, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, she. I, uh, I, I will say this. First of all, Tisha, you need to put your mama in her place because if you don't, then you're going to be one, manless, and you're going to be friendless as well, right? Exactly. Because if it ain't Martell and it ain't Melody and it ain't Marceau, your husband, it will be the next person and the next person and the next person. And see, I'm like this. Now, you with me, you got two choices. You can check your mama and put her in her place, or I can check your mama and put her in your in her place. But that's your mother. You owe her the respect of unwavering respect and unwavering whatever you want to call it. But I don't owe her that. She's not going to speak to me that way. Now, I'm going to tread light with her the first one or two times and be like, you know, okay, okay. And I might even say something, hey, hey your mama be doing a lot. But after about the third time, I'm going to tell your mama where to get off with me. Yeah, yeah. And you can feel how you want to feel. And next thing is this. And see, women like Wanda, and I hate this, and I'm not, they don't have boundaries. They are are habitual line crossers, right? Uh Whenever they feel offended, they revert to the most childish, most infantry way of of, of dealing with their emotions and their feelings. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. You can't do that. Sometimes when you feel offended or you feel or you feel like somebody's done something to you, then you have to step back and, and be mature, breathe, relax, and then, you know, say what you need to say, right? Right. You can't always jump into that is Mar- that is Marceau's whole house. And you think that it's okay for you to come in that man's house and talk to him any kind of way. And, and speak to even if he is wrong, you still think it's right for right. you to sit he put is in a his man house. of that house. He's the man of that house. And Tisha, I don't see how in your mind that you've been at, at, at the end of Marceau and Wanda's exchange that the first person that you go and jump on is him and want him to be the bigger person. Yeah. I don't have to be the bigger person. Your mama need to learn how to be the bigger person. Exactly. See, the problem is, and your mama's single. Okay. Yeah. Her whole life, people have let her slide by not making her be the bigger person. But I'm not the one, right? Mm. Yeah. So it's just like Tisha, come on. And then when you call Mel with that old passive aggressive, see, this is why I can't respect you. I would have right. respected you more if you would have said, Hey Mel, I just really don't want you to come to the event because I don't really see it for you. But if you could possibly drop off your kids because I think it would be a good experience for them. I could have respected that. Even though if I was Mel, I would have said, Oh hell no. Nah. If you think right. if you don't want me to. I ain't bringing my kids, mm-hmm. and then so she tried to she tried to um, throw shade by saying, 
Well, um, Martel yeah. brings the kids, you know, like yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But that whole show. That whole trying to throw Martell into it. I'll send the information to Martell. You right. and Martell. Martell can just drop the. I don't need suggestions from you. Exactly. About how to my damn kids. Yeah. Martell is trying to get in good grace with every damn body. That's what he's on. He's on a tour to get in. Yeah. He's on a tour to get back good with everybody. And her silly self, she's so damn silly. Martell is the one who holding the secrets on your damn husband. And he's exactly. playing nice. With, he playing nice with you right now because. He wants y'all to be on his side and be mm-hmm. your friend. But as soon as it's not convenient for him anymore, he's going to blast your husband away and tear up your goddamn marriage just like the way he is just told her. Oh, it's coming. Because he tried to do it before. He just stopped because, yep. you know, he for whatever reason. But I, I'm not totally convinced that he won't get back on the hate of Marceau and Tisha Train if, mm-hmm. if, if it fits his narrative again. Yeah. Let me tell y'all this. Believe me, you. It's brewing up. And I don't care if they did that interview with the hairdresser. She could have been paid off. Because Marceau got money. Let's just be real. It, it just, something's brewing. And, and something's going to come out. That Mark my word on that. Something is going to come out. I agree. I don't know when, but it's coming. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, what else, oh, what else happened? Um, Oh, the event. The event itself was was a good event. Let me ask you this. And I'm just asking questions. Um, and you all as 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 brown complected women, y'all let me know. Is it important for um young girls to see themselves in a like is it is it important for 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 them to have daily not daily affirmations, not only from their parents, but from the community for them to be affirmed like in these in these very public ways so that they look at themselves in a positive light and that they they see themselves as beautiful and they see their hair as being good enough, their intellect as being good enough. Is it is it necessary? Okay. So I'm going to say I look at it two ways and I'm just going to talk about my upbringing. And and I feel like as long as you know and you tell your children that they are loved and they're beautiful and no matter what they're going to be, I don't feel like the affirmations are good, but you don't have to overdo it. Because when you try to overdo it, you are, it, it, it can, it may turn out, um, it's almost like telling your child, okay, putting them on this pedestal, you're this, that. And then, when they go through, um, you know, trials in life, they're going to, the way I look at it is I feel like to, the answer to your question, and I'm sorry about being all over the place, but no, I don't feel like you have to do that daily. I, I like that, but I don't feel like you have to. Mm-hmm. No. I agree with April. And see, then I was just asking, was it different, you know, because just in the whole experience, and we'll get to this when we get to basketball-wise, um, it looks to me as if Black women experience colorism differently than Black than black men experience mm-hmm. colorism, right? And, and and that's why I was asking the question is because I want to know, okay, I know I, we need to be affirmed by our parents, and those should be, our family should be the first person, and, and specifically our parents who affirm us and who who speak life and, and, and positivity into us, but I just didn't know as a community, and, and it's important it for the community to do it too, but I don't know if sometimes it becomes exactly, overkill. Exactly, that's the word, overkill. Yeah. You know, so that, that's why I was just kind of asking, just putting it out there to see what you guys thought about it. Um, in that conversation after the event, when they, when um, Destiny wanted to have the girls trip, Tisha, you uh, agitate mm-hmm. me yet again. Um, I don't have an issue with the way for which you asking certain questions. I get it because last time you went on that trip, you did feel attacked and you want to make sure that you're not going into another ambush. I get that, but it's just the way you bought it about. It was very passive aggressive. You set up there and asked all through all those shades. Right. I was going to be there. Can I drive my own car? Ooh, cause you know, blah, 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 blah. and then when Mel got up and walked away, <laughs> And when Mel got up and walked away, which is what adults are supposed to do when they feel themselves getting bothered and heated by something, Mel got up and walked away. 
and yes. took a moment to breathe and then she called you over right mm-hmm. and then when she called you over to have a conversation with you oh well what did I do oh well did you feel negative energy coming from over there other that's that gaslighting shit and that's that that that, that passive aggressive shit the girl can't let go of stuff she, can't, now, she just can't let go of stuff but now I called you on it but now I called you on it you trying to act like you don't yeah. understand what I'm talking about and I think that Chamel ain't really checking for her. And she just got to make herself relevant again. Like she a victim and everything. I don't think, I think that she is making more yeah, of the she can't let go. That's why I'm they ready took for shots that at each episode. Other. I am so ready. They took shots at each other. They took shots at each other. We, it, it, see, Tisha keep wanting to start, as Kimmy say, Tisha keeps wanting yes. to start in the middle. Let's not start in the middle. Let's start at the beginning, right? You always want to start at what Mel's reaction to something was, but what did what did what was done or what was said on either half that made the other person react, right? Mm-hmm. And the way it comes off on camera, and the way it looks at camera is that Mel has so much other stuff going on in her life with her her marriage and her children, and her husband that she's unbothered right. by beef with you. And if she's gonna be around yeah. you for yeah. purposes, then she wants it to be a cordial environment, right? Yeah. I got so much other stuff going on in my real life. If I'm going to have to be around you for work purposes, can't we at least get to exactly, a place where we can just be cordial? It's, and, and, it's an expired storyline, okay? You said it's yes. expired. Yeah, it's expired. Saying. Yes, it is very expired. I'm with you. Um, la- Last thing about the, that and then we'll move on. The sports car oh. driving to. <laughs> the, I didn't think I, honestly. I didn't think nothing of it in the sense of Maurice pulled up in his in his um G wag. So okay, but Maurice also had room to be able to put a a tent in the back of it or some supplies. He did pull up in. A, I mean, he was coming in a sports car. Where was the? Where was your stuff at? Hell, he didn't. He didn't need it, but an overnight van. We're gonna go get the police report, like Miss Wanda saying. Okay. Ain't nobody getting no damn police report. That's what, that's what I mean by habitual line, line, line crosser, line stepper. You always in business that don't belong to you. Now, now, I'm going to tell you, I ain't going to even lie. She kind of had my eyebrows raised when she said that. Because Tisha appears to be so right. naive, and my husband doesn't do this, and my husband don't do that, and in the words of one of my friends, they cheat. All cheat. They cheat. So, I, Ms. Wanda kind of brings it to the forefront. That now, he not might not have been doing business. nothing in the sports car. That's not Miss Wanda's business. That's Tisha's goddamn business because that's Tisha's marriage. Well, she know her child on some other shit, so and, she gonna help and, her. Exactly, but what your child gonna be is left by herself, and then you and her can co-work together because what your child, what what you got to do is, is Tisha has to be an adult. She has to learn how to like be a grown woman and deal with her own issues and problems, and her mama got to learn, too, how to get out of her situations and let her deal with them herself. Hmm. Yeah. It's all ridiculous. Like it's, it's just they that that codependency they have on each other is gonna be destructive to all right. to both of them. It's 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 silly. I don't think that he um was up to anything funny or fishy just based off the fact that he know he had to film that day and he know he had to show up at the woods. It probably would have been fodder for conversation if he had showed up in that sports car and then Martour would have been like, well, kind of We need the police report, Deanna. <laughs> Y'all so petty. Now you're acting like one. All right, so moving along. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'll start on this one. I thought it was a filler episode. Um, didn't much really happen outside. Yes. It was very Kenya heavy. Um, very very Kenya heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I missed the last five minutes and might have asked you, did they close it out with Kenya? And I think you told me, yeah, yes. so it, it was, was very Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the biggest one it did. Marlo had a um. 
Marlo had an event at a pumpkin patch. Portia got lost. Put the <laughs> I mean, Portia was lost, lost. Put her GPS, put the wrong address on her GPS and went damn near hour out the way and then had to drive back another hour to get there. All the rest of the girls left by the time she got there. But a couple things that I did take away from that, that pumpkin patch situation was that Kenya yet again still trying to, you know, put it out there that, you know, somebody slept with um somebody Sweet slept with a stripper and, and, and you see she didn't she tried to deny leaking the shit to page six, but you see her bestie, Latoya went right on ahead and, and, oh, and, and, and told you it know like they it didn't spell out. So yeah, I see. Yeah, they told me they didn't spell out. But she can't get mad at Latoya for speaking the truth because what Latoya said yeah. was, was mm-hmm. very much the truth, right? She cool and she a good person because Eva, Candy, Cynthia, all of them swear that she's a very good person and she's a nice friend and this and that. But when she don't fuck with you, it's like the all it's like the hell of the yep. hell of fury. And and the thing is this. There's people that I don't like or I don't really fuck with, but I don't make it my business to go out exactly. and be nasty and mean to them. Right. I just mm-hmm. don't deal with them, right? I don't talk negatively about them. I don't say things that are, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't need to 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 to, to get get at you just because I don't like you. I just really don't fool with you and I don't give you my energy, right? Mm-hmm. So when people say she ain't they friend, she ain't boy, she friend, and she don't owe her this, and she don't owe her that, and da, 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 yeah, that might be true, but at the same time, you don't have to go out your way to be nasty and mean to her, because the way it seems to me is that Portia really don't go out her way to be nasty and mean to you. Now, does she speak up? Now, does she call you to the carpet for some of the things that you say and do to try to be shady and all that? Yeah, but right. she don't bother you like that. You know what I'm saying? Um... Drew and oh Keith my God. Down at, 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 I guess I'm a broke bitch because we What's split checks. <laughs> oh, yeah, we split. We split. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's yeah, all right. Split. It ain't going to be like that all right. day. One day. One day. One day when I got it, when I got it, one day I'm going to pick it up. But shit. Until then, but and right. right now, we're going to split that thing. And especially I'm having dinner with somebody and it go left and you try to get cute. Because Kenya offered to pay for it, and Drew was like, nah, you ain't paying for my food, which I don't blame her. Nah, bitch, you ain't gonna buy me no meal, because you gonna turn around and say I'm broke. And then say you had to pay for it or some shit. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing out of them meeting, but the more and more, every episode that I see Drew, yeah. I fucks with Drew. Yeah. Drew is my girl. Like, I I think that Drew is one of my faves. I do too. Yeah, I like Drew. I so don't like her fashion though. Like I, I like don't Drew. like her fashion. Yeah. And those, these outfits, they just um, she she's giving that, me that, Giselle vibes. Plastic number. Yeah. What what was, um, what was that orange plastic uh, that showed up at the pumpkin patch? Did, did she have on like a a blonde wig or something too? They called it a storm uh, wig. I I will say this that I like the blonde. I don't like the plastic that she had on. Yeah, because it was straight plastic. <laughs> I and she's not an ugly girl. She's beautiful. Yeah. I just I feel like she could get a girl. I, I will go with you, April. I think she could get them the business a little bit more. But however, I think that she's just naturally pretty and she kind of like you said, yeah, just gives a Giselle vibe. She's giving me that vibe with the fashion, yeah. you know. Um, mm. I will agree. Um, what else happened? Um, Marlo, the Porsche and Marlo exchange. Well, for one, I feel like Marlo did kind of get down. The, it's like she's saying a little bit more each time. She keeps saying that she ain't involved in it, but she's still yeah. trying to pick around. Like trying to pinpoint who it was or what it, it, it does feel like it is a little shady, you know what I'm saying? It does feel mm-hmm. like since you know, all of a sudden you and Kenya cool now that you are prying at this situation mm-hmm. just like she is, right? Mm-hmm. It seems even if that's not necessarily what's happening, it just feels that way, right? Yeah, and um, I like the way. Portia handled it at the patch. Now look, this is what I don't want to happen. You know what I'm saying? Y'all made up, y'all did what y'all did, but you know, like I don't want you know it to be a situation with us. Even though we know it's gonna turn into a situation, you know what I'm saying? But um, you know, 
I see a lot of people too have issue or taking issue with how hard she, they say Shania is going for Portia. But I'm like, that's her why wouldn't she go hard for her friend like that? And then that's how bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. And then people at the same time are like saying, well, Portia didn't go that hard for you and she and when it was Phaedra and she basically made you the sacrificial lamb for Phaedra and um for for can for for Phaedra and Candy Beef when she said that she was having threesomes with um when she let Phaedra sit up there and say that she was having threesomes with Candy mm. and Todd. I'm like, okay, well, all right, you may have a point in that moment, but also if we can rewind back a couple seasons before that. I told you, and Deanna, you know, I told you this a long time ago when it first started happening, when Shamir came on the scene, and all of a sudden she went from being Portia's bestie to being Candy's exactly. over there with the candy coated clicks. You could, you couldn't, exactly. you couldn't keep them out of her face. And when she sat in that oh. office that day and allowed the candy coated click to go mm-hmm. in on Portia, exactly. and she sat there and didn't say nothing. I told you, Deanna, right yeah. then. I said that's the breakdown of their relationship. I told you. That's gonna be the breakdown. That's the beginning of the breakdown of their relationship, and it did. And eventually, yeah. it broke down. And they and it looks like they rebuilt it. They re, they rebuilt it, and they yeah. rebuilt it the right way, right? I know yeah. this time what not to do, and you know this time what not to do, right? So let it be. She doing what she's supposed to be doing. She riding for her just riding and defending her friend. And then when they put Tanya up on that one, <laughs> Lord, they said she ain't been back. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking petty. <laughs> they so fucking petty for this shit. Y'all still have y'all opinion change about Tanya not returning at this point? Do y'all think she should have left the shit uh, or ran away from the shit, or she should have just came back and just kind of fought through? Bro, I think she could. Yeah, I would have wanted her to come back, ride it out. We need her at the reunion. You know, she can't just leave. I low-key hope she pop up at the reunion. I do, and I hope that she pop up at the yeah. reunion and just give them hell. You know what Kenya I mean? Kenya is just so sweet. I don't see give them well, hell. Well, she need to put Kenya in her place. Cause she been she needed again. If she gonna leave, yeah. she need to go out with a bang. And we need a read to Kenya yeah. like how Phaedra read Kenya. But the difference is on her ex. And people keep saying and people keep saying, Tanya, she need to walk in and she and they need to pay me for my pain if she gonna be there and this and this. I'm like, okay, well, thank you. Well, this is the thing. Tanya doesn't have to be down there with them girls. She has real legitimate business and, you know, a tech business and, and other things going on. She, that housewife check was play money for her. She was just down there playing around with them because it was something to do. It was interesting. It was fun. You know, she seen how it possibly could have probably helped her, biz, her profile for her businesses. But she was successful without that. Like, she doesn't, you know, some of those girls, they need that check. That's all that they have going on. And by some of those girls, from what I see now, I don't know what else she got going on in the background, but it looks like to me that Kenya is just got yeah. that in that Kenya more yeah. actor stuff. Like, you and I, it could I be doing good. It could be doing good. You know, I mean, you know, but I'm just saying, some of the other girls got a lot of different things going on. Candy has a lot of business going yeah. on. Portia is getting them. You know what I'm saying? With a bunch of different things going on. You know what I'm saying? So some of those girls, that's their livelihood. That's the biggest check that they have. That mm-hmm. housewife check is not the biggest check that Tanya was going to have, even if she was a full-time housewife. Her business was going to make her way more money than that, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is this. If this going to affect the real the real money maker, then I'm going to cut y'all loose and let everybody else be left to think what right. they want to think, right? Huh. Yeah, and protect I, my and, and protect my real bag, right? Because if you if you went to this if you went to this point this low point to try to attack me, because this ain't the first time you came for me. You came for me last yeah, season with the cookie yeah. lady, which was unwarranted, right? Then you come for me this season with the stripper gate stuff. You know, I don't I don't know what what levels of of, of, of that you're gonna go to. I don't know if you're gonna say something or say the wrong shit and I jump <laughs> off the coat, jump off the sofa and choke the dog shit out your ass in the reunion and catch a charge and ruin my whole damn, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know, you know. She probably so she she probably can you she is. And I, I don't wanna ask y'all this. Like, how do y'all feel about Cynthia? Like what is her purpose on the show? Cause I, I just, <laughs> she, I, if, if they don't bring April? her back, I wouldn't lose my sleep because 
I mean, if See, they got some other youngsters, it was. I don't know. If they got. If they got some other young, fresh faces that they can throw in there to just, you know, do what Cynthia does that has a, a new storyline to bring to the table or at least a different story. Right. I mean, but she has changed. Remember help. now when she was fighting Portia and, you know, had a mouthpiece. But it's just like, now it's just like, I don't know. I need her to. Uh, All right. So we're going to take. I kinda, I'm done. Go ahead. I kind of want to take the last couple of minutes on on the housewives and 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 talk a little bit about the speak on it. Did y'all did y'all watch or listen or catch the highlights of the speak mm-hmm. on it? No. All right. So Kenya was on. I'll, I'll give a little quick synopsis of it, and I didn't really listen to the whole thing. I just listened to some of the the, the reviews and the keynotes of it or whatever. So basically, and I did catch some clips from it. I didn't watch it in its entirety. Um, Kenya was basically saying that production was chopping up and editing footage to make Portia look good. Um, she also accused them of not telling production of not telling the full story on certain things. Um, and she accused them of trying to make Candy look bad. Remember when they played the trailer and y'all heard that random footage that that um random voice recording and it says um if she don't want him to leave she better she better not tell the truth mm. or she better not she better mm-hmm. lie. I told mm-hmm. y'all then that that was candy and I told you that she was talking about Tanya. Well that's absolutely correct. So apparently at at, at um Cynthia's wedding there was a conversation that was being had in the bathroom between okay. Kenya and um Candy. And I guess Kenya must have been saying, you know, I just feel like in situations like this that you should probably just be truthful with your spouse or your mate. And then Candy said, well, if she if she don't want her to leave, she better not tell the truth or something like that. So that was kind of like them having a personal conversation with each other, but apparently it was a hot mic moment and they just threw it in a, a little extra layer just to kind of throw, you know, to, to kind of show that, you know, that they what the girls was kind of discussing it or kind of to, to play it up a little bit to make it seem like um, like it was being discussed behind the girls' back, which I get it. You got to make a TV show, and, and, and in all honesty, if they claiming that they didn't really know that they was Mike, though they didn't realize what was going on, I can see them having that conversation. You know what I'm saying? It don't make what they saying true. Right. It just but to me, Candy right? keeps talking about mm-hmm. girl code. She keeps leaking stuff, she, right? And then she you know, like I got something. a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. Now she's talking out both sides of her mouth. She she kind of is talking out both sides of her mouth, and that's what I that bothers me at times about Candy, because she's another one too, and, and I like her, but she's another one to throw a rock out of your hand and using other people to do your dirty work. Because she has made you know she has made a career on Housewives of sitting back and allowing, um, Mama Joyce to fight her battles and not being able to control Mama Joyce when she gets out of hand, but also allowing the candy-coated clique to fight her battles and, and, and throw stuff out there and speak negatively about people, because I'm going to say this real quick, and we're not going to harp on it, but the beginning of Phaedra, the beginning of the breakdown of Phaedra and Candy's relationship came from the gossip and the whispers of the candy-coated factor. For Candy to sit up there allowing them to low-rate and talk about that girl like a dog on camera, saying and insinuating that she was involved in criminal activities that Apollo had going on. All kind of little stuff, all kind of extra little shade and stuff they would throw at her. That was really ultimately what led to the beginning of the demise of Candy and Phaedra's relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm not saying what Phaedra did was right by any means she was dead ass wrong but we have to acknowledge that the, the, the beginning of all that was the candy coated clicks sitting down there to the TV screen running their mouth about gossiping about uh-huh. candy friends on that show you know what I'm saying so then she went on and speak on it to further insinuate that there may be at Kenya do in the speak on it to refer to, to kind of allude to the fact that there may be some extra voice recording or it may be some extra footage that might be bought up at the reunion. Okay, what at this point, what does it mean? Portia ain't never vehemently, de- vehemently denied that she had sex with the stripper. She just said what your version of it right. was. Your version of it wasn't the truth, right? She never denied that it didn't happen. She just said that your version that you're telling is not true, right? In so many words. 
Yeah. So if even if you come up with additional footage that you stood by there next to the door and put your voice and, and put your voice recorder on your phone and recorded them sitting there, it's fine. But honey, it's not gonna work in your favor because once again, Portia never vehemently denied that she did, did that she didn't do anything. She just said that your version of the story was not true. And if I was there when I got to the reunion, I said, okay, what's your point? All I said was that your version of the story is not true. And it's not true. Right? Yeah. So what's uh, your version? Don't worry about, don't worry. Your version of the story was that me and Tanya had sex with a stripper. That's not true. But exactly. what happened none of your business? But that didn't happen. Right? And I leave it at that. Boom, boom. That shut up line right there. Boom, boom. So she she may have alluded, alluded to the fact that she may have some extra voice footage or something. We'll see. Um, they're getting ready to film the reunion yeah. in the next couple of weeks, so it'll be right. interesting. Um, yeah, Tanya, I'm really interested in that. Oh, yeah, and um, it seems like, like I said, the dynamics have changed. Latoya and um, Kenya says she liked Latoya, but she ain't really all into her like she used to yeah, be. Yeah, I saw that. Likes yeah. And Fallon are friends. And, and I mean, I, you she guys... She played around with Portia too much. I... They, they, they're killing me with the Fallon thing. Where did Fallon come on the trip? I know that we going. She came with the husband, but then she left, right? Remember? Yeah. Yeah, she left a day early. So, so what is her purpose on this show? I guess they're trying to line her up for next season. I don't know, and I guess Kenya trying to hurry up and make her early ally because she feel like they're gonna bring Fallon in next season because you remember Fallon was initially introduced as Portia's friend but now all of a sudden it looks like King trying to build the relationship so when they bring Fallon into the show next season if they decide to go that way that her and Fallon will be good friends right yeah she's very strategic but Portia just keep ignoring her just keep doing you and keep living and and, and doing your thing and oh then she brought up the, the, the part too and then we can move on she brought up the issue, and she remember she kept saying that Portia was trying to block somebody else or got jealous of somebody else having a Black Lives Matter event or trying to put on a Black Lives Matter situation. And she said that it all happened, that it was, you know, some some um, conversation or some text messages that were passed in the group or whatever like that. Um, and she, between, I guess Portia was trying to kind of block Candy from doing whatever, whatever. She kept trying to infer and kept trying to push the point, but Candy agreed that that might have given validity to, or that might have showed the people why Kenya felt the way she felt about attacking Portia's um, intentions for, for, you know, for protesting and Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, Candy say her and Portia had a conversation about that situation and they squat, they was cool. There was, so what do you keep bringing it up for? She say her and Portia had a conversation about whatever it was, and they cool, or it ain't no no hard, no hard feelings, or it was squashed, or it was dead. Then why do you keep bringing it up? Yet again, because you want something mm -hmm. negative to say about Porsche, right? Mm -hmm. And then you sat in there in that counseling session, and yeah, you unpacked a lot of things you did, but you know, maybe this is the route you need to go instead of fucking worried about Porsche. Maybe you should try to heal yourself and realize why you keep making excuses right. for a man who don't give a fuck about you. You go hard as hell on the rest of them girls and you 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 pick apart everything that they do and every enemy that you got, but then you let this man, you're supposed to be so strong and you don't got so much vitriol, but you let this man walk all over you. And I think the reason you go hard at them other girls like that is because you can't go hard at him. Yeah, but I did catch a little bit of Watch What Happens Live <laughs> and Andy had me hollering. He said, Lord, this yeah. whole Mark and your situation is just all over the place. I, it, it's so, he said, I had, I had heard so many versions of, of what's going on with you and Mark. I, I just, at this point, he's confused. He's confused. Yeah. He's confused and I am too. Well, I, don't, I really don't care. I just think that she could do better and that she need to just let the man be with it. Yeah. And obviously, he pulling her strings the way yeah. she pulling it. And yeah. everybody else's strings, right? Her we daddy told me like it was. Like, he don't even know that man. Like, yeah, he did. You talking about you didn't even invite your dad to your wedding? Girl? Yeah, you know. But you want me to sit up here and talk to you through. Sometimes I don't, I feel, don't feel sorry for her. I, I, I just, don't. She ain't never been my favorite. The only thing and I, just I love is that she made a beautiful baby. She's pretty. 
she made a beautiful baby and she's gorgeous that's all I can give her ultimately she is not a good person and she be about that bullshit and I want to ask you this April and we're not going back to past nobody from the past but your sister I have to ask you as your sister who is your favorite housewife it's gonna be Portia today I cannot if I had to rate I really didn't know what you were gonna say I would start with Portia um let me see who would be next. Um, Drew. Um, okay. I would even put Marlo before, even though she's honorary. It would be Marlo. Then, um, mm-hmm. Cynthia, which is. <laughs> then, Damn. I'm sorry, y'all. I love Marlo. Candy being a businesswoman, but I do not like her. It's just, ugh. I don't know. Okay. Candy and then goddamn Kenya. I would put it in the Okay. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> okay, Devin. I, I mean, I, I already know who. We, we all going to have the same favorite. Oh, who, no, I know who my favorite is. My favorite is Portia, but one thing about it is I'm fat. I like Portia. <clears throat> I do. But I can, I can, I can, I can. I can I can always say when Portia fuck up and make mistakes, I can, I've can. i always called her onto the carpet for her BS. I have. So I'm very mm-hmm. fair. I love Portia, but I'm very fair about, you know what I'm saying, how it all moves. I say Portia, then Candy, Cynthia. Uh, I like Drew. I like Drew. I actually like Drew. And then Kenya at the bottom for me down there somewhere. I, she's my least favorite. You know, uh, I don't see it. So this is what I want to do, y'all. For our right. next podcast, no, but- I'm going to go back through and let's rate all of the housewives. Like let's that, that'll be our little homework. And let's come back and revisit that and include Nene, another past like um what's the girl? Claudia. Um, let's do that. I would like to do that for our next one we if we have some free time. Okay. All right, and we'll wrap it up with uh basketball wives. Um uh, how caught up are you guys on it? Um, I did. I did catch the second half. Um, I see that we're back at this. The word of twenty 2020 twenty <laughs> and twenty twenty one colorism. <laughs> um, that seems to be the word going forward. Um, <laughs> but OG is giving me. I I don't know how long she can ride this victim, this victim card out. I mean, at this point. I, as a as a chocolate woman, you know, I I just want to know how long she's gonna be able to ride this out. Um, I'm I'm about getting sick of her. So that, I, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm about sick of her. I won't invalidate her feelings because I definitely believe that there is some colorism that is hap- that happened on that show, whether they knowingly or unknowingly. And I'm gonna lean more toward unknowingly because. Sometimes when people are racist, they don't even realize the racism in them, right? It just flows mm-hmm. out of them because it's indoctrinated in them. So I'm gonna say the same thing with this colorism shit. I'm on OG side. By all means, I am. But one thing I gotta check her on, and like I said, I'm always fair. I always come. I always come down the middle with it. I'm fair. Mm. OG, you have a badass attitude, even if. And you have, and, and some would say you have a right to have a uh, to be upset and be bothered by it, and you do. But my guess, my understanding is that if you're going to come back to the show after last season, after they did all these mean things to you and iced you out and set you in a different room at the reunion, which I think was a whole bunch of shit, it bullshit. If you're going to come back to the show, then I guess I'm trying to figure out what is your end game because if your end game is to um to break down the barrier and your end game is to get them to realize what they did was wrong and to get them to stand in it and own it, then you're not going to get them to do that by being nasty and mean to everybody. You're not going to get them to do that by not talking to them and breaking it down to them in ways that they can understand it, right? And some can mm-hmm. say, well, she said it. She said it several times. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but if you're the one who came back to the show after you were done wrong, 
you were the one that signed up again for so it to me it seems like if you didn't come back to try to fix the problem or help them solve the problem, Why are you then you could have just stayed off the show, right? And you could have continued yes. to be mad, and I could have continued to say, okay, was she right? And I would have continued to roast their ass, right? Mm-hmm. But when you came back, and Malaysia came to you in the most hump, now, I admit, you know, Kristen's approach was, was half-assed. It wasn't really what it needed to be. She it was trying, but Malaysia came to you in the purest form. Malaysia said, what have I done? What what can I do? Yeah. How can I? But the, the real thing is this. And see, while you're doing all this communicating, you're doing all this going off and all this, what you should have done, OG was said, okay, well, what you should have done was accepted Malaysia where she was, right? Because Malaysia is a brown-skinned girl just like you. She's saying, look, sis, I know that you're saying that colorism exists in the, sh- in the show and that, you know, these girls have done wrong by you. But if I've done anything to you, please explain to me what it is. I want to take accountability for it, and I want to fix what I've done to you if I've done anything to you. Talk to me. I know them other hoes, and by them other hoes, I mean Shani and Evelyn who really participated in it owes you an apology, but I'm here to extend the olive branch so that we can get to y'all right. conversation, right? And you, yeah. shut, and you shut her down. You shut her absolutely down. You start crying. She go up there to comfort you. As soon as she comforts you and says it's okay, you go sit right back down, dab your motherfucking tears, and get right back in your feelings and go right back. And then you question yeah. why she yeah. over there apologizing to you. Why you know why y'all apologizing now because of the backlash? Malaysia didn't really catch no backlash. Specifically, catch any backlash behind that. People call her stupid for being over there with them girls, but. As far as like participating in colorist activity, Malaysia didn't specifically do anything to you. So yeah, her backlash was not the worst. Shawnee and Evelyn was the one getting the motherfucking death threats and all this other shit. Malaysia mm. wasn't getting death threats about that. Yeah. So yeah, because she was not getting death threats about that, then she doesn't have her backlash yeah. wasn't big enough for her to have to come back and you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. stop. Like she's trying to like. In order to and, make and, some and, progress in the situation, we got somebody has to extend the olive branch and somebody has to accept it. If that's not going to happen, then OG, just not, just don't be on the show. Yeah. And then yeah. we can continue to lay the rest of them holes like we want to, anyways. I, you know, I, I'm kind of over her. <laughs> so that, that's pretty much all I have for basketball wise. Um, <laughs> them other two girls. Jackie and her pick up a friend <laughs> relationship. I mean, I don't really, I'm going to give them another chance to see what they add to the show. However, they ain't been in the house 24 hours and OG getting on their goddamn nerves. Because she do too much. Like, you ain't got to be, like, I don't give a damn what you like, brown, man, woman, whatever, white, black, whatever. If your attitude is nasty, your attitude is nasty. And I'm going to, and we not going to see it for each other. Or I specifically ain't gonna see see it for you, right? And it makes I'm gonna tell you, I I am I, I your attitude it, it it if you have a good attitude that that makes you more attractive. I'm not saying that OG is ugly, so I'm not. But she just ugh, she just have this disposition. It's just. She's always on the defense, and I get why you're always on the defense. When people are coming for you all the time, you put yourself on the defense. But what you have to do is step back and take and, and get out of your feelings sometimes. It's that victimization stuff, and that's really what's unattractive about her and unattractive about kids, that they're always victims. And I'll give it to you. It's even Letitia on Love and um, Mary Huntsville. They stay at the constant state of victimhood. It's always somebody did something to them, so they got to launch out and attack. Somebody, what, what, what did you do to me? I did this because you did this to me. I, you did this to me. Or I did, you know, it's always in a constant state of victimhood, right? Mm-hmm. Take accountability for how you contributed to whatever the situation is and how it went wrong, and then move forward if you want to. If you don't, then just cut off all communication. But trying to make you feel sorry or trying to make myself a victim and keep coming in on you. And I'm saying, I agree. I agree with OG. It was colorism in there. Evelyn ain't about shit. And Shani sit up there and let her and allow her to do this shit, right? So I 
everybody agrees with OG. No one is denying that that we agree with OG or we're not siding with her. This is not it's right. It's just that her approach about fixing the she issue. She don't have is no approach right. to fix the issue. Her approach is so, to just you know, keep bringing up fix- that she was discriminated against because of the color of her skin in that group. That is her defense. That is what she's going with. That is what her plan is. She don't want to fix it. She wants to be the victim. I agree with you. And on that note, we'll wrap that. <laughs> One more thing. We're going to go five minutes on. And and this is just April because I know April, you and in the beginning, you spoke about and the royal family. To, Let's, give a, to, to Let's give a couple of minutes. Let's give a couple of minutes. Because we need more than a couple. <laughs> but we can, we can pause. <laughs> we need more than a couple. So, Okay, all right. I just wanted to give you a few seconds to go in on that if you wanted to. No, but, we know, can talk, if but... If not, then we'll hold it to the next I think time. that we need to, as the story is go ahead, unfolding, well, go in. Go in. or may come out next week, we can just kind of, you know, um, add to it next week. But I will um, say that I believe everything that Megan and Harry stated. I, do. I don't think that it's a publicity stunt. I don't. Um, I think that mental um, illness is real, and um, I appreciate, God rest her soul, um, Princess Diana leaving money for Harry. I don't trust that funky-looking brother with his old little and cheating self. And, and the daddy got some. Why? Like, why are you not talking to your son, yes, daddy? Like you know. And Mm-mm. then they went and dug up this black lady from the UK, or wherever she is, to say that the family wasn't racist. I'm like, <laughs> who are you? Right. Who are you? Who sent you? And Come then on. Megan's daddy. The bottom now line is, his funky ass. <laughs> Dingy looking, dirty looking And then the half sister that she ain't never been around. Bitch, please. Okay. So who y'all think who y'all think was the family that had the conversation about the Prince Charles? You don't think it was the brother? The daddy, Prince Charles. Uh, it was either okay, brother so or the daddy, but I'm leaning toward When the dad. shit came out, I went directly to the it queen. It wasn't the queen. It wasn't the queen. And the reason why I'm going to say it wasn't the queen it, because I don't think it was the she queen. had to bless the marriage. She blessed the marriage. So I don't think it was the queen. And she still talks to him daily. But yeah. I do, I, I don't, I can't think of the journalist's name, but she got into it with Piers Morgan. Um, and what she said was, she doesn't mm-hmm. understand and they, how and she the got queen can defend the the son that you know um came under fire with the young girls. I can't think of his name, but he was tied into um Jeffrey. Uh, um, what's what's the guy named that killed himself? Yeah, he was tied into all of that. Jeffrey stuff. Epstein. Prince, and so I think what it was they Prince said Andrew. is they kept mm, that they quiet in the press and they protected him. But then you can't protect your grandson and Megan, you know. So I do agree um, with yeah. what that journalist said. She made some valid points. And Pierce, you are a bitter bitch. Like, let it go. She didn't want to date you. Let it go. I'm sick of him coming after Megan. I'm, I'm over that. Yeah. Yeah. It's petty. It's silly and it's petty. I believe that Prince Charles, the daddy, was the one who said made a, a, a comment about the skin color. I just it all boils down to that y'all don't want y'all bloodline mm-hmm. um yep. Yep. With, with a little bit of African American yep. blood, right? That's all it boils down to. Let's just y'all, y'all, but the thing is this, it might make y'all these grandchildren. Well, exactly, because in that Facebook whole damn family, the whole damn the family and then and then Child, please. You decay, but did y'all see the meme with um, Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan? No. I gotta send it to y'all. Um, I, it's I like the little Wakanda meme, and he's yes, like, "Hey, Auntie," and that's supposed <laughs> to be 
uh, Prince Archie in 30 years. I just, I, I, I just believe it, and I, I want to give a shout out to this person. Y'all might disagree with me. He's not one of my favorite people. I just, he's not horrible, but he's not my favorite. But shout out to Tyler Perry for letting him stay in the man oh yeah his security. Like you know, yes, like, Tyler. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he that stamp like yeah. the black people are with you. Like yeah, yeah, we don't care. They can disown you, but you got us. Yeah, we your family. Yeah. So we got you. So shout out to Tyler exactly. Perry. Shout out to Tyler Perry. Yeah, shout out to Tyler Perry for stepping in as he always. And, and undercover, the Oprah gonna step, step in, in and do her little undercover stuff. Oprah gonna take back. Oh, oh, she was shocked. She was shocked now. Yeah, but Tyler, Tyler, Tyler look out. If all you haters, if all you haters who got something to say about it, she got she first of all I don't even know she was black and this and that. No, Tyler stepped in for other people too. He took care of Cicely for many years and made sure she was yeah. overpaid for the rate, overpaid her rate for yeah. everything. She, so he Tyler, he take care of everybody. So you know why y'all before y'all and they hate yeah. and they say us and haters yeah. get on that demand see about everybody. I, right. I think well, so. I think we had a good podcast. Yeah. This a good conversation. Um. A lot of good comments here. I think <laughs> we definitely had um some moments of yeah. of, of yeah. Mm-hmm. applied pressure. Everybody yeah. did. <laughs> so until next time, uh, y'all ladies be easy, and we'll be back next week with another edition of I Know Damn Well. I'm your host again, Devin, and we are about to close it out, ladies. Y'all do y'all want to say anything account. before we leave? Ooh, he just signed. Thank you, Biden. It's coming. Oh, oh I do yes, Stevie. Shout out to Sam You yeah. for doing big things. Thank you, LeBron. Yeah, we yeah. Oh, yeah, the Nike deal. The LeBron Nike deal. Because yes. these two people will be with me in Dade County. It's about to be lit. It's lit. It's going to be lit. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to be lit. This whole yeah, uh, yes. Labor Day situation is about to be ridiculous. Rattler style, you right? All right, all right, ladies. Bye. Well, all right, talk to y'all later. Bye bye. We'll talk soon. <laughs>